seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have me, Sacred Stone. Oh, this you crazy mother. Get the door, number one video game podcast in Riverwood. I'm one of your hosts this week, Bryant, Lord of the Mountain Daniels. Joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd Arthur Morgan Fortner. What's going on, man? Oh, uh, man, you already know. You already know. How about you, man? Hold on. I know you did the introduction, but how, let, let's you do the honors, bro. Oh, how, right. how are you doing? How you feeling? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm awake. Right, I'm ready right. to talk about video games. I'm ready to be Lord <laughs> of the Mountain. Lord of the Mountain. Lord of the Booty Mountain. It's it's the 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 mecca for the the bootyism. I'm just saying. I'm just saying the Booty Mountain. It's made of booty. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> pronounce it wrong, man. Thanks. Shout out to the tribe. Speaking of that, was, you know, in the tribe chat, in the tribe group. Um and dial and dialogy I can't even fucking say it right now. But it's another denomination of Buddhism. Pretty there much. You know what I'm saying? We we can address that at a later time. We can address that at a later time. But yeah, man. Yeah, so as you can see, we are uh, y'all won't know, but fuck it. I'll let you all in on some secret shit. We're recording at a different time. We so are fuck it. We are You know what I'm saying? We're doing our thing. It's for a reason. And it's and it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to do it again. It is, man. It is. I'm a look. I'm a little sleepy, but video games always break me out of my sleepiness. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah, this is a this is definitely a start. This one's for me. You know, thank y'all for sticking with us so far. We already have dragged on a lot. But nah, man. Um, you asked me how I was feeling. Yeah. You asked me how I was feeling. I mean, honestly, bro, it's been it's been a it's been a long day. It's been one of those long it days getting been. back to the grind. It's been a long day. You know, it's all good though. Thankful. You know what I'm saying? But it's been, you know, you already know I had some technical difficulties. I thought I had broke my goddamn PC. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't, though. I'm gr- I'm really glad nothing was completely wrong with the PC. Right. Nothing was wrong with it at all. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's been a lot. Look, I'm getting back to the grindstone. I sat there and called for help for some simple shit that I knew. That's when you know. I was tripping. <laughs> but I'm. Right. Like, That's what the you... fuck? And I'm supposed to be on a goddamn podcast about gaming? And I can't even... And I panic. I panic when I get some shit, some simple shit wrong with my laptop. Look, I never claimed to know anything about computers. So that's going on. Back to the grindstone. Exactly. But I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for that. You know why? Okay, one more thing. I just got to let you in yeah. on something. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So What's up? I told you, remember... Okay, we totally off track. Fuck it. We're all right with it for yeah, a second before yeah. we get into um Did you want to say what we're gonna talk about before before I finish this? Because I got I do gotta tell you why I'm okay though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, this week's the top seven. If this is your first time joining us, we're a video game show. We talk about video games. Sometimes we break down what we've been playing, the news and a round table, and sometimes we break down the top seven. This week's the top seven. In uh honor of the release of uh Days Gone, we're gonna be talking about our top seven open world video games but yes todd what is the story that is making you appreciative of life right now smooth like butter and i mean it's it's, it's kind of about a release but anyway so you know how um a butter release to, me and my <laughs> no me and my no nah, but you know how me and my girl i told you we went to uh 
we went to a swap meet a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago or whatever, and got a, like a few things. We got like a J-skin mask. We got yeah. um, these couple of Stan Lee shirts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fuck with beat them up guys and whatever. So anyway, like after that, man, we was going through a little bit of a struggle. You know what I'm saying? Just normal relationship shit, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like how things go yeah. or whatever, right? So like, a, I don't know, man. So like a few days go by and like, you know, we finally make up or whatever, if you know what I'm talking about, you know. And after it was over, like, I went to go clean up, you know what I'm saying? And then yeah. I accidentally picked up Stan Lee's shirt. Oh, and no. And then, like, I looked at it, I was like, nah, man, I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? I can't do that to Stan. No. So then I just, I found a clean towel, and then, then I looked at my girl, and I just whispered, Excelsior. <laughs> For a minute there, I was like, where's the story going? But then we ended with Excelsior, and the world was better. It, which reminds me, man, it's the story of life, bro. Fuck all the dumb shit, man. Let's do this, man. I'm proud to be doing this again with you. I'm excited about the top seven list. I mean, fuck it. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Uh, Excelsior, bro. Excelsior. <laughs> now that you've said it to her, you can't say it to me. <laughs> I'm just saying. I can say it to the world. Yeah. I wanted to, Yeah, it's Stan Lee, man. It's Stan Lee. I couldn't it disrespect is. him like that. Nuff but said, nah, man. right? That's always always oh, his thing. Nuff said. I always like I always love Stan Lee, man. I miss I that guy. Excelsior. Everybody listening know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fuck you, tribe. No, I'm kidding. No, 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 no. <laughs> this whole section might get cut out. We might just get this. It's just gonna get to cut. a point to be like it's just to gonna be like, hey, we'll be right back. Cut this whole shit and just go through a quick list. It's and just do gonna- some shout outs to some folks. See, I'm gonna cut it where it just where it's just me coming in going, Fuck you, tribe. And then that's right. it. Hold on, wait, wait, nah, take this out. Wait, wait, wait. I gotta do something real quick because motherfuckers I, I got hold on one thing. Fuck it. It's that kind of night. I know we gotta hurry up and record, man. I'm not trying to I'm oh, not trying to disrespect no your time. <laughs> oh, you gotta go. All right. But I gotta give one more shout out. I gotta give a shout out to Daniel G, young Daniel G. I gotta give a shout out to Griggs. Brayla, Casey, and Holly. Straight up. All right, so I'm good. That'll work. That'll work. I like the shout-outs. I like to shout people out. I'm going to shout-out to my buddy Dan, who's been playing Sekiro. 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 He's been playing it. He seems to be enjoying it. Um, Still a hard-ass game. Love that game. Still a hard-ass game. But this is Skip the Tutorial, where we are talking about our top seven favorite open-world games. Those games that you can explore the world and go at your own pace and do whatever the hell you want. Because that's what you do as part of the tribe. We do whatever we want and we say whatever the fuck we want. We talk about whatever the fuck we yeah, want. Man. That's how it goes. Yeah. That's the world. Yeah. That's the world of Skip the Tutorial. Yeah. When they when we they write us down in the legend books, they'll be like, these are two men who said whatever the fuck they wanted to say. It's very true. It's the very legend true. books. The legend books. <laughs> what are these? The scrolls of all Buddhists across all lands. I just want to be They'll in the... speak of them. I just want to be in the Jedi Holocron. That's all I'm saying. I just want to be inside the Jedi Holocron. That sounded That's bad. Amazing. I didn't mean to say I wanted to be inside the Holocron. That's disrespectful to the Holocron. I want my name. I want my name written in the pages of the Jedi Holocron. That's how this works. We're going to have a show. I they already work. Yeah. <laughs> We're, we're going to have a show out of this. I promise you. There's going to be a show somewhere in this rambling. 
<laughs> it, it'll wrap up. It'll wrap up. So speaking, so Sonic the Hedgehog, they fixed it. Woo! Yeah, that's what they All said. Right. They're gonna fix the Sonic the Hedgehog. I thought that was kind of interesting, but I kind of want the shitty version, if that makes sense. Like, I kind of want the train wreck version of Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, I'm a okay. fan of bad shit. Okay. <laughs> like, I really like bad things. And by that, I mean just okay. awful. Cocaine Sonic! That's who I want. I want, like, Tails in the corner scratching his, like, methamphetamine scabs. Like, that's, that's what I want to see. <laughs> Poor Tails. Why is he on meth? I don't know. Oh, speaking of trailers, did you see the It Part 2 trailer? Did you see that trailer for It Part 2? I have not seen it yet. Holy I need to watch shit. it. I have not seen it. It looks fucking great, man, but they don't spoil anything, and they did an incredible job with that trailer. Way better than the Sonic trailer, which had that weird little joke at the end where he's like, yeah, who's that in the bag? And he's like, "It's a, it's a, is that a kid? And he's like... Well, no. I mean, yeah, but it's not my kid. It's somebody else's kid. And I was like, did they make a kidnapping joke in a Sonic the Hedgehog movie trailer? I thought that was interesting. I was like, okay. I mean, why would not be in it? And I like That's Jim Carrey in it. What? I never did. Did we talked about it? You dug it? I, yeah. I, you know, I dug it. I, I love that it, movie, so man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it too. Yeah, there's. I'm looking forward. I need to watch that trailer. I'm still stuck on the Spider-Man trailer though. Yeah, you know, the possibilities of multiverses. Well, they uh. Oh yeah, man. Since this is just one of those random ones too, man. I gotta throw R.I.P. John Singleton. R.I.P. Yes, yes. R.I.P. John Singleton and right. Chewbacca, man. That was just sad days on both sides. Singleton made some of the great movies of the '90s and 2000s. He even made that King Arthur movie, which was actually not as bad as people thought it was. The one from the early 2000s. I actually really enjoyed that one. That was him, right? I'm pretty I don't sure. Remember that one? That's not one. I know he produced Hustle and Flow. Yes, and Hustle I know and he Flow was forced was to produce that because the original studio they like they didn't want to release it, so he just did it. And of course, you know the boys in the hood and stuff. What's what? I don't want to do the four brothers too. Chewbacca disrespect. Yeah, I don't want to do his him disrespect. What was his? I, I Peter it up, Peter man. Mayhew. I'm so lazy, bro. Peter Mayhew. Yeah, man. I, yeah, that was unfortunate as well. I know I, I didn't want to get caught up on that too much, but fuck it. I mean, shit, if they've already stuck around this long, <laughs> either they yeah. already know it's, Most of the people that haven't stuck around are just like, ugh, <laughs> like concepts. Man, I got it's that okay. wrong. I got that wrong. King Arthur was directed by Antoine Fuqua. It was John Singleton was a producer on that. Ah. Uh, yeah. Fuqua, you say? Fuqua. 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 The same guy directed Training Day. Uh, and uh, is now doing action movies. He directed that remake of The Magnificent Seven. Or did he only produce that? I don't know. He directed it. He directed it. Not Magnificent. Did he? Yeah, he directed that one. I don't think he... Oh, it... Magnificent Seven. I'm thinking about Hateful Eight. What the fuck am I talking about? All right. That anyway. was Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, my bad, man. I've, I've completely got you mixed up in the... <laughs> you got me you got me going down the movie path and I love the movies. I love the shows, the moving pictures. I love to <laughs> I love to watch people entertain me for my money. That's what I want. Dance clown dance. Turn into fat Thor. That's what I want to see. I want to see fat Thor again. Man, my wife last night was like, "Let's go see the movie." And I was just like, "No, it's too 
late. It's a weekday, and I'm old. I don't want to go see a movie on a Bruh. weekday. Bruh. <laughs> right? I can't wait to see how this one turns out. Like, yeah. Especially all it takes. We're like, we're like grown-ass baby men sometimes. So it's like, <laughs> you, we've switched up the time. I'm sleepy. I'm sleepy. This <laughs> like, is my normal nap time on a Friday <laughs> afternoon. What the fuck, bro? This is what I nap. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Hey, man, we need to shout out. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Shout shout these motherfuckers out, man. Uh, What is it? Is it Mellow Fellows? Mellow Fellows, yeah. Mellow, mellow guys? Mellow, fe- mellow yellows? Oh. Hold on. <laughs> that's, a, that's a drink. Mellow Fellows podcast. <laughs> yes, it's Mellow Fellows. Mellow Fellows. They have a podcast on Anchor. Uh, go check those dudes out. They were dope. Uh, one of the guys is a tribe member. For real, man. Shout out to him, man. Yeah, they, one of those dudes is a tribe member. Like, yeah. He emailed us. Yeah. Um, yeah, let me pull that email up real quick. Sorry for calling it a drink versus... you disrespectful, bro. Apparently so. We're trying to work with folks. We got to build a tribe. You over here... I, I don't know. Maybe I took it personal because that used to be a, a sign of disrespect sometimes where I come from. Saying mellow right, yellow, mellow yellow. I like that song. I'm light skinned. It's issues in in the black community. I didn't know that. Working on all the time. The only thing I think <laughs> of when I hear mellow yellow is Mountain Dew ripoffs. <laughs> That's all I think. I think Mountain I mean, Dew ripoffs. Hey, I don't believe that shit. I don't believe. Don't, don't believe that. How, how it came out my mouth. But I like, <laughs> what's the time, Marcus? Fuck it. Fuck it. Maybe if we talk long enough, we'll have enough shit. It'll just out. make sense. <laughs> so, yeah, Mellow, right, like, Mellow like, Fellows. Phil Green from Mellow Fellows emailed us. He said, hey, guys, long-time listener. I'd like to start by saying guys have grown a lot as podcasters, and I'm keeping up. Great work, gentlemen. It's funny because you you two were a big inspiration in the creation of my new podcast, which is badass. Thank you, Phil. Um, I've never done this before, but it's been a fun ride thus far. So I've had the idea of asking you guys a couple questions. I hope you don't mind. What technique, if you did, if any, did you guys see to help your listener count? An example, giveaways, thread posting, free ad posting, maybe even boosting posts. Um, I responded to Phil a little bit, uh, but giveaways for sure help in the beginning. If anybody else is thinking about starting a podcast, we can kind of back the curtain up a little bit here for you guys. Um, listener accounts always great. You want to pay attention First, to that. Can I, can I, can I, yeah. Before you go into like real advice. Yeah. This is like, I have no idea why y'all people listen, but I appreciate it. Like I legit, I don't legitimately know like why y'all listen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't either, but, but I like it, but, and I love it. But the tips that, that Brian is about to lay down, I mean, these are solid things. Yeah, like I've been doing this for seven years, so eight years now, podcasting in some form or another. Skip the tutorial is really kind of like our my first big success. Um, Todd and me, you know, we met at work just to kind of give you guys some background, um, and we just, I mean, instantly clicked. It was it started out as because of hip hop, right? It was that group. Uh, was that New York group? that we talked about that I can't ever recall the name of, it but started, I, I think it really, really started out through smoking and yeah. then it led from smoking 
to, to hip hop to yes, video you're, you're games. Absolutely right. It was uh, what was the group? Oh, um, Lord have mercy, I can't remember the name. They're still good too. Uh, Flatbush Zombies. Flatbush, Flatbush Zombies. Zombies. Fucking yeah. Yeah, Flatbush Zombies. But yeah, like I don't know. When you're first starting out, the best thing to really do, if anybody really wants to think about doing this, definitely giveaways, especially for iTunes reviews, because iTunes plays a huge like role in the algorithm on where your podcast shows up and when it shows up, etc. Um, getting your family and friends to check it out, possibly drop you a review or two, um, just depending on who you can trust. Um, because I've had friends who have shit all over the stuff we've done. Um, but you know how that goes. Um, thread posting. Yeah. Building a social media thing for sure. Um, I don't know about boosting posts on Facebook. We never really did that. Um, that really wasn't our thing. Um, Everybody just heard uh, my ringtone for my text message notifications. Uh, a data file has been sent to your com link. But yeah, uh, we never really did thread posting. Advertising some. I mean, we did a little advertising in the very beginning, but just, I don't know. The biggest thing, I will always say this, is quality of the recording as far as your actual audio quality goes. And then on top of that, too, is making sure that you and your co-host vibe. Like there's, it's got to be entertaining to a degree. I mean, a lot of people think that their friends are entertaining and you can just sit there and have a conversation and everybody will laugh. But, you know, going into the background of what we do, the the thing that really works about our show is me and Todd, like our friendship is really what it's, you know, that's, that's what we can play off of each other. You know, 90% of the time, it's just about yeah, having fun. I mean, and I don't know. Not, let me jump in on you real quick if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, just go ahead. Because you, you brought up the Flatbush Zombie story, and that's something just that I like genuinely appreciate about you. Because there was like another opportunity with another podcast that, like, previously, you know, I had even thought about being on or whatever. And after time with hanging out with you, it had nothing to do with podcasts, and I never knew that you had a podcast. You know that. Like, we kind of yeah. talked about this before. But it just more so like, okay, you're a solid human being. And it wasn't just about like we worked our way to like a root of video games, but we talked about social issues and it's certain books that you read, certain things that I read, certain ways we looked at the world. And it was just like, damn, it's, I would have never thought like that there was such commonality there. So then when, the, when you brought up the idea, being like, hey, you want to do a podcast, it just seemed like the organic, natural thing to do. Because ultimately, too, it wasn't honestly a lot of that conversation didn't have anything to do with like per se us. I don't think yeah. it had more so to do with like shit is so fucked up. How about we just, you know, talk about the fucked up shit? Yeah, you know, like it's like you know what in I'm a saying? funny way, you know, or like not talk about the fucked up shit, but like talk about what through the fucked up shit. Like what brings us together and keeps some kind of sanity and yeah, what makes us happy as people. Just like the commonality and the common grounds we can find, and one big common ground that me and you both have was video games. With a lot of we, like, I think that was a big thing as we started realizing video games were bigger than video games for me have always been bigger than like race, sexuality, creed, nations. Like when you get people talking about video games and you truly find passionate people in a passionate community, you'll be amazed about the bridges that you can build amongst each other because it's like. Hey, we're not going to agree on everything, but sometimes we're all going to agree like certain games are just utter trash. 
And we will just go with that, man. Like, that's one thing that I always loved about video games. Was, now don't get me wrong, there's toxic communities, for sure. Certain games you can't get on without people just being assholes. However, that's also something that brings us together when we can talk about the toxicity in certain video games. You know, it's just how it goes. And I mean, I don't know, we both, we both like, I mean, you're not just a video game advocate. You're a writer and play the guitar and all this other kind of shit. And I do other shit. But like, it's a, it's, it's almost like I think kind of ultimate art form and expression. Yeah. And, and it because it brings a lot of those things together. Great writing, great music, sometimes sound, and you and it's interactive. It's like you also like movies. You're a movie critic. It's it's like a lot of layer shit. And we just and plus we just get to be on here and do whatever the fuck we want. Like this whole episode is like unlike. I don't even it really is shit but I mean I don't know I mean I almost feel like this whole episode is like it's like a back behind the scenes of skip the tutorial like almost kind of like hey this is just us this is just who we are Um, so he also says what guy what got you guys thinking of starting your own podcast I mean, that was really something I've been doing for a long time, and it always was about movies or pop culture. And then I figured, like, we should focus it a little bit more. And then, like, me and you talked about video games all the time. I think you were the first person I asked. Like, we we started out with a much bigger group of people, like, recording with us. But you were the very first person that I asked. Um, And I think we had a couple of test episodes, right, that were what like five people at a time and it just didn't the vibe yeah, wasn't like there. six six to seven hours yeah i mean it took forever for us to like converse with each other and like figure out how we were gonna run the show but then me and you really worked out the details together like the name what we were gonna do with the show how we were gonna format it like we worked all that shit out together like that was just me and you from the beginning because right. it was always just me and you from the beginning on the show like, when I think about it now, it's right. never been anybody else. It's always just been Bryant and Todd. Like, that's our program. That's our show. Like, this is the thing that we created. And I think that's pretty dope. I like to create, though. Todd does, too. Todd does art. Todd does badass art. And it's like, when you have that creative spirit, that's something that you can't really extinguish. I mean, life will try to extinguish it and take it from you. But as the doctor from invasion of the body snatchers, you know, you don't realize how precious humanity is to you until you have to fight to keep it. And part of that humanity is that creative spark. And even if it's just talking trash about video games or just cutting shit, like to me, that's still fun. And I think there's an art to a conversation. I think that's a pretty cool idea. So I've always been fascinated with spoken word. And it's a dragon kiss Bukaki to you, sir. And the thing too, last bit of that kind of, tail that off a little bit is like we've said this before has it gotten to the point where like people especially people that's like doing it with you based on like what they think from the outside perspective they kind of try to start counting your pockets and monetizing and figuring out yeah what you're doing like oh okay you living off of this shit like i don't know it's a cliche thing but that's not the moral of this whole thing <laughs> yeah like, as far like it, the root of it is the creation um and I mean, I still, I still, it just bugs me out, man. Like I said, shout out to Cambodia, shout out to Fuck uh, yeah. Russia, shout out to the UK, Loki. London, shout Loki. out to Colombia. Thanks, thanks for notifying us about the the motherfucking hippo issue. Um, all that shit. Thanks yes. for listening to this. 
Shout out to Loki, thing. man. He was our first international listener. Like, hell yeah, teacher man, Loki. Loki. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you already know, man. The the usual, Big Willie. The usual, man. The 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 the, the crew. Riley Wesley. O, you know what I'm saying? Wesley. Viper. Yeah. All the day, all day, every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Since we having this kind of whatever, we'll get back to the regular scheduled fucking program later. Fuck it. All right. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, the Discord. I'm trying. I've been fucking. You, you, we're not gonna get into depth about that, B. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, 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 yeah. But I gotta shout. I gotta shout out the motherfucking Discord because it's still motherfuckers rolling and holding it down. Special shout out to motherfucking Dewey Brown. You know who you is. And special shout out to Riley O for that shit, man. It's much appreciated. Keeping that rolling. You know what I'm saying and going. Yeah, I feel like this is kind of like a fan so yeah, appreciation a- show. Like. Just kind of like giving the love back, man, because that's kind of what it's all about at the end of the day is just like building a community of people who, you know, why we always don't share the same opinion. We can find like love around the idea of a video game. And I think that's really kind of fascinating. It's an it's an art form like video games are an art form, but we can form communities around it and just like share in the love a little bit. And like when you have a world that sucks sometimes or maybe your job sucks or life sucks or, you know you're fighting with your girl or you're fighting with your parents or there's something like you can always like break away from that code of video games like listen to us talk for a little bit maybe even give your feedback talk on the facebook talk on the discord do whatever you need to do um you know i mean that's the thing is i know as the tribe gets a little bit bigger it can be sometimes hard to pay attention to on our end to pay attention to every little thing that's going on However, that being said, we do pay attention to it. We actively do. And me and you both, me and Todd both work full-time jobs throughout the week, but we still actively pay attention to what's going on. And, you know, if people are feeling down and, you know, I've done this a couple of times. If I've seen some of our Twitter followers who are posting kind of depressing things, like they're not up to it, like I'll reach out and check on them because that's what it's about, man. It's about that love. Like we share as a group, you know, you want to be able to check on people and like, you know, hold your brother up and hold your sister up in that sort of fashion. I don't know, man. Like, I just feel the world's, like, fucking depressing as it is, so why not have some fun while we're all here? Like, it's just, this is where we can kind of rely on each other in this safe safe space, if you will, where you're going to say something and not get judged for it. Like, for the most part. Don't get me wrong. I'm judging. Nah. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, if you listen to this, how, how could we judge anything? It's just no like, shit, right? It's just somebody that somebody right now like i came for the video games i don't think i heard one game <laughs> they over here having a heartfelt moment and talking craziness but that's part of it man fuck it we'll get to it <laughs> yeah that's just um, it man yeah it goes like once again it's about it's about being passionate and caring about want to create first and foremost for anything yeah. i think that me or brian mike we we can we find other ways to to do that just on a personal level way but this is just like like a such a I don't know man it, it's life saving it's it's very therapeutic for both of us a lot and I know me being interested in podcasts kind of started we've talked about this on previous episodes where it was just like shit you know I would be by myself and certain podcasts would just get me through the day just something to listen to if for I wanted sure. to watch something or do something so I like just on a personal level it's nice to be able to say okay it might be a couple of people out there that we might be able to help through an hour through the through the work day just listening to jibber jabber and foolishness or whatever and hopefully maybe getting a few positive things from it and just 
ultimately talking about video games, man, shooting the motherfucking shit, shit that we would be doing any anyway, shit that you do with your people. Now it's just giving, providing another platform to do that, you know, in a healthy tribe, not the negative way of saying tribe, like we all is one type thing, yeah. you know. But yeah, man, I mean, I guess we can, I don't know, the games. <laughs> yeah, we can run through this list real quick. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm going to keep it short on my end, man. Yeah, me I, too. I, I use all the time. Me too. Uh, you know, real, real quick though, Phil just said, "Would you guys willing to be do, willing to do more collaboration work with other pod groups similar to that top five of Death Crossover episode?" Yeah, absolutely. You know, we find the right space, we find the right people. Of course, we're going to. It's fun. It's just about scheduling. It really is on that end. It's just about scheduling. Like I said, we both work full time jobs, so sometimes you got to get to the end of the week, and then sometimes you want your Saturday. I'm just saying, you just want your you want your day to just sit back naked with your mashed potatoes and just to chill. I'm just saying, that's my Saturday plan: naked and mashed potatoes all day long. <laughs> and I'm just like, I mean, if whatever it takes for you not to burn out, man, we had this conversation. Now I said, get a massage, not a Robert Kraft massage, but a massage nonetheless. You, if you want to be naked and mashed potatoes. Watching Sonic the Hedgehog. I'll watch Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon. They're one of the cartoons. Come on. That's it, man. Dragon Ball Z sometimes. Uh, It just depends. And let me ask you this. When it comes to mashed potatoes, do you do white gravy or brown gravy? There's only one right answer. (laughs) What the fuck? I don't... Man, don't ruin mashed potatoes for me, man. No, I'm just saying. Legitimate question for you and the tribe. Gravy on my, I don't, I don't prefer. I'll never eat gravy on my mashed potatoes again. Now, bro. Brown gravy. That's the only answer. (laughs) It's the only answer. Nah, I'm just fucking with you. (laughs) That's a question for the tribe. Oh man, for the tribe. Do you like brown gravy or white gravy on mashed potatoes? This might be our last episode. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> the most heart-filled episode is going to be our last episode. And look, man, mashed potatoes. Uh, I don't want no bacon bits. This one, like, I, don't... I don't want no chives. I don't want no onions. I don't want skin. I want mashed fucking potatoes. That's it. That's it. Don't add nothing All right, special. All right. All right. I'm done. Done right, with my rant. All right, because I know chili is next. All right, all right. Let's let's. We well, I had some, chi- we might I had some to, chili we might today. To, it was good. We might have to split the segment. <laughs> yeah, we may have to. But let's move on to our top seven uh, multi multiplayer, top seven open world games, top seven open world games. Todd, why don't you start start us off with your number seven? Apparently, I forgot how to talk while we were ranting. It's okay, bro. It's okay. We we gonna pray about this one, but um, to the booties. <laughs> ancestors but um she this said, is our favorites as usual disclaimer i know i'm about to trigger some people but one of my top seven favorite games open world is assassin's creed origins because i'm a general fan of the series we talk about this as well some of this has to do with the series but just your personal kind of preference and favorite and assassin's creed origins and odyssey are my favorite assassin's creed games so it's it's open world it's just uh, it's always been an amazing feeling for me. I mean, they've had some junkers or clunkers in there in between time. I know um three is out right now, remastered, I believe. Yeah. I haven't played the remastered version. People shit on that one, but kinda I kinda dug that one. Um but Assassin's Creed Origins, man. It's Bayek. I know people had problems with the story. I know people had problems with 
some of the clunkiness of it. But for a game like that's on sale right now, I believe, I would still, you know, tell yeah. people to go back and get that one. It's not an indictment on Odyssey, but if I just we've talked about this several times, like out of the two, it's just it's I don't know, it's something about it that, was, yeah. that just sets up for me. I like even I, with its flaws. I love that game. I've absolutely loved Origins. Um to the moon. To the moon and back. Uh, my number seven takes me to the moon. That's No Man's Sky. It takes me to a lot of moons. This may be a controversial choice. This game got way, way better after its initial release. All the updates, Hello Games really sticking by it uh, with the building aspect and all the, the addition of aliens and cargo ships and all the freaking combat. It's just so much fun. It's just so much fun. It just got way better. Um, I'm probably going to get back onto it tonight too, because they got new updates coming out this summer. Big, big updates. They got big news for people, but no man's sky is my number seven. Um, uh, this just goes to show you if you stick with the game, if the developer really supports the game, um, you know, unlike certain games that won't go mentioned in this episode, uh, you know, at that situation, the games will become a lot of the times they start out as a passion project. The ideas may be too big, but they got that money. They started putting that money back into the game and back into the community. And I thought that was really cool. My number seven is no man's sky. Todd, what's your number six? I'm excited about your number seven. We'll have to get dig deep, deeper into that one later. Seriously, bro. For like, sure. Yeah. I'm really actually excited about that one, but my number six, Red Dead Redemption. First one or the I, second I one? Specify, I'll go with two. Okay, cool. I'll go with two, even though that's kind of like it's like a combo deal. It's still a combo deal for me. You know what I'm saying? It but is. It, since it's new and it's just the masterpiece of it all, the masterwork of it all, as far as just the attention to detail, even though we've discussed it, like it's some things about that game. Like I was glad to see God of War, my favorite game, be game of the year last year. But for sure, um, Red Dead Redemption 2 is fucking, as far as, open world I mean it's ridiculous it just has to be on my list the second one is just a technical marvel it's just a masterpiece it it's is delighting I, could, I mean I'm not going to go into depth about Red Dead Redemption 2 everybody knows that one we wasted all the in-depth time about it the one disappointment for me though was I was too hopeful for the online experience yeah so that's probably we discussed this before on other lists or other games or other times about this game you know I was kind of counting on the online experience kind of bringing me in where I missed that on GTA 5, I never really did trip out about the online experience, but I saw how much money it was making, how attractive it was. I was intrigued on what it was going to do, you know, and it kind of brings it down to me, but it has to be on one of my favorite games, open world for sure. I mean, that's going to be on a lot of folks, but Hell, yeah, that's my number six. Yes. <laughs> Excellent choice, my friend. My number six changed gaming forever. Came out some time ago. People said, you're crazy. First world building open world uh, you can do whatever you want, craft whatever you want, and it's all in uh, 16-bit blocks. You're crazy, but that's Minecraft. Minecraft is my number six. I spent a lot of time in Minecraft building, playing, doing survival modes, getting into friends' games, and it's still, it still it makes me want to go back and play it today. I mean, there's still something kind of amazing about Minecraft as a whole. Um you know, and we talked about that with creative freedom, and that's what you can do in Minecraft. Hell, man, once I built Elm Street in Minecraft, just because I'm a huge horror buff, and then I built a giant statue of Freddy standing on the end of Elm Street, and I thought that was dope. Still my most proud thing that I've ever built inside a video game. 
But Minecraft is, you know, it changed gaming forever. It's still talked about to this day for good reason. Um, you know, it's still an incredible experience. And if you get a chance to play it and you've never played it, I definitely recommend looking up some tutorials, but going for it. It's still a lot of fun. Uh, that is my number six. Todd, what is your number five? Another great choice, sir. I'm, I'm trying to imagine if you'd be able to make digital titties in Minecraft. I didn't. 100%. To, to depth. There's a whole. <laughs> according to Big Willy. According to Big Willy, there's a whole section of Minecraft porn, and I did not know that. And I may never want to know that again. Uh, I set you up for that alley -oop. I heard about something about that recently. While I was looking at something, they were showing some shit about some dude that's been breaking a record. It just walking the same way for like seven years, five years, some shit, and it just went down a, a weird path. But anyway, no, great choice though, bro. Like I wouldn't that that kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I got a feeling about this one. My number five is that what we're on? Yeah, number five. The Witcher 3. Boom. Wild Hunt. Geralt. Geralt. Of course this shit is on my motherfucking list. It's incredible. That's me personally. It probably would even be up higher for, yeah. It, it, uh, and motherfucking the studio, they're going to be coming out with Cyberpunk 2077. Who coming out wait. with it. Cyber titties. <laughs> Falsetto. Good job, sir. But, uh. <laughs> But nah, man, for me personally, I get it. And it's crazy because we, we talked about this one before. We talked about the feel and the experience. The first five to six hours I think of be playing this game, I was like, I don't understand what all the hype is about. I told you, man, like it was one of the little people that used to work with me at GameStop. He would got Witcher 2 and he became a big fan. And when Witcher 3 came out, he was like, see, you got to try it. I was like, I don't know. So I still waited like long after that encounter. I might not even have been at GameStop anymore. But one day I picked up the game. And I was like five to six hours in. I was like, "This, I don't, I don't get it." And then at the end of the experience, I was sad yes. that it was over. So, Witcher Three got to be on my favorite open world list. That's another one that I mean, I don't know that that's that's just a huge experience. It's giant. I don't know if I ever really even got close. And yeah, talk yeah, and about I, I great it, I, I fucking DLC. Yeah, great DLC. The side missions felt like that. That's like the greatest part about that it, it just everything kind of felt seamless and just all organically put together and well it didn't seem like wasted side missions and if you were a person that enjoyed Gwent you could sit down and play Gwent forever even though I never really did master that I, I oh, even yeah. tried to play that game and that's not my shit I don't even do that I want to slay dragons and such you know what I'm talking about but um but yeah man I mean this 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 one ain't a hard list in a way you know what I'm saying now there was a lot of choices a lot of it's a lot. It's a lot of great games, but it's like, you know, the Witcher. Uh, certain choices, like obviously, they're going to be on the list. But yeah, For so sure. the Witcher three. Uh, my number five takes us all the way to the east, and that's Sleeping Dogs. Sleeping Dogs. What a fun blast of a game, man! Talk about an incredible combat system, an incredible story, even just an amazing storyline. Um, and just the beautiful, beautiful city and landscape that you got involved in in Sleeping Dogs. I used to drive around that city at night, especially when it would start to rain, and I would just stand, like, I would just find a motorcycle, take it, and start using it. Like, it was just such a gorgeous experience. Sleeping Dogs was so much fun. It was just one of these things that kind of came out of nowhere, and I still feel it's kind of a sleeper hit. Like, I still feel like it's a game that doesn't get its credit where it, where it deserves it. 
That's kind of why I wanted to put it on my list. I thought about putting GTA on here, but Sleeping Dogs was the only quote-unquote GTA clone that I really ever got behind. And because they did something so unique and different with that style and that open world that I thought was a lot of fun. And just the the nightclubs and the bars you could go to and the cars you could take and the whole storyline, the whole undercover police thing with the, with the departed vibes. I just thought that was dope. I really, really love Sleeping Dogs. Hey, bro. I mean, you know, a couple of times, sometimes I'm like, okay, well, it's a it's a dual list. So I'm like, hopefully Brian will hit hit some of the, some of my points too, right? So you know, sleep. Yeah. You know, in my heart of hearts, like Sleeping Dogs is, was the first when I when I got access to Steam, like that was the first game I downloaded. So you already know for sure how much I love that game. Like out of and, and you, I'm the same. Like I get Saints Row people as far as GTA clones, but that was up there for me as far as just one of the great games. I think it's probably got one of my favorite um, combat systems just between just with the oh, martial yeah. arts aspect in it. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that gets me with that, I hated the fucking uh vehicles in that game bro. really like, how man, they drove it just felt i weird liked to me. how they drove i really I didn't did. hate hate is a strong hate is a strong world 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 word hate is a strong word because i yeah. love that fucking game like i absolutely love sleeping dogs but like that i don't know man like i, I love the, the duality between you playing as a gangster and playing as a cop and i don't want to get too far into that because I'm, I'm agreeing with you that like that one is definitely a sleeper and if somebody hasn't played it like they need to get that damn game Oh, but for yeah. Sure. Anyway, I digress. I digress. Great, great choice, bro. I'm glad you. I'm glad you hit that one. Yeah, man, for sure. What's your number four, Todd? Number four, man, is Horizon Zero Dawn. Woo! I mean, this is this was for PS4 um, before games like God of War, Red Dead Redemption, and even Spider Man came out. Um, this was like a beautiful graphical feat to me. Plus, we've discussed this before about female protagonists. It, it's got my favorite one. Oh, just one of my favorite protagonists, period. 100%. And just the way, yeah. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? And some people found it. I don't know. I just, I liked the battle system. I, I liked the way you had choices in hunting and, and ways that you can attack a battlefield. And um, I don't know. It's just a great fucking game. It's a game where if you love games before you pass on from this plane, you have to play, in my opinion, just to play it. It's just a beautiful piece of work. For sure, all the way around. I like. I love the story. I mean, the the first time you you hop up and climb up on a tall neck and just stand over and survey the land, I just thought that was real cool. Like you know, a way to open up the map and I, just little things like that, little details on top of just the vibrant nature of everything and just the. And I don't know. It just feels weighted. I could ah, it's a game. If you have never played it, if you've played it, then you know what I'm talking about. You can feel what I'm saying. If you never played it. More probably more so than any game that I'm gonna put on this list, even though it's not my number one. That's the probably one of the number one games. If you haven't played it, I say just go get that game today. Absolutely. No, I, I absolutely 100% agree with you. Uh, my number four is Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, really kind of encompassing all of the Legend of Zelda games, because in my opinion, and I think this is backed up by some article somewhere online. Legend of Zelda really kind of created the entire open world genre uh, with the very first game. Um, because that game, while technically you have a quest mission, that game is very open world. You can go anywhere at any time 
and it's all up to you to find the hidden areas to go and get the boss battles. But Breath of the Wild is really kind of the culmination of years and years of work on the Zelda series and really kind of perfecting that style in that game. The only thing from Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild that I don't think I cared for that much was the weapon durability system. Um, after a while, it would become kind of frustrating um, to a degree, but I still really enjoyed my experience. I, I played that game quite a bit and loved every minute of it, um, especially for being on the Switch and playing it handheld and just the probably 100-plus hours I spent playing that game. It just, it was worth every single moment that I had with that game. I mean, even with just spending 100-plus hours in that game on the Switch, you know, that kind of justified the cost for the Switch for me alone. And then Super Mario Odyssey followed right afterwards. And it was another incredible experience. But yeah, Breath of the Wild's my number four. I love, I mean, it's Legend of Zelda till I die. Like, that's that's kind of whole, like, I've been playing that my entire life. And I'll never stop loving that series. But yeah, that's my number four. I think that was legit like one of the first hats that I saw you wear when we were recording. Oh yeah. We, we were doing a but uh Yeah, and you I still and you have that hat. Yeah, Legend of Zelda. Right. Right. Yeah. Um yeah, you've been solid on Legend of J. I mean that's I'm glad you knocked that one off the list too. Because like straight up. Straight up. I'm I'm a count on you to knock uh I mean, fuck it. I almost knocked this one off the list for Batman Arkham City. Yeah. Flat out. I almost did. But I couldn't do it. So it's got to be Spider-Man. That's you my number three as well. I'm going to let you talk about Spider-Man too. I'm sorry, because I know, like, go and do your thing. Spider-Man. Very, it's still probably got my favorite Spider-Man story in it. Um, that's been put to some type of either animation or film or whatever you want to call it. Starts out amazing where you're playing against the Kingpin and then you get the, the idea of the Sinister Six and just everything about that game was incredible. An amazing Stan Lee cameo. Like, talking about it now gives me goosebumps and I want to go back and play it now. Like, I do. Like, I'd, I'd love to replay the entire game. But on top of that, too, the fluidity and the motion and just the way you could move around that city and just how beautiful and fully realized it was and just what an incredible, incredible experience for a game to come out and to not only hit every expectation, but to exceed every expectation. You know, it looked beautiful from the beginning, but a lot of people were talking about, well, outside of the swinging, what else can you do? And then you learn there's a lot to do in that game. The only problem that I had with Spider-Man was after a while, some of the missions became kind of repetitive, especially when you were going around and stopping the crimes or the drugs and you had all these little side quests that you could do. But it still, it stood out because the story was so solid. The combat system was kind of amazing. And the fluidity, the swinging was very hypnotic. I love Spider-Man. That's absolutely, I love that game. That's, that's, that's some real shit when you start talking about the fluidity being hypnotic and shit, my boy. And it's the truth, man. It is. It's the truth. The best, probably best, arguably the best trans traversal system. Dare I say it? I, know, I, I would like say, I would say yes. Shit. Right, yeah. It was, I don't know, it's just a great all-time fucking game, period, man. Great all-time shit. And that's probably one of the most excited I've ever seen you. I think that's a weird thing. Coming off some of these fucking games from last year, man, they made it rough on this year. But anyway, so I'll agree. my number two, 
of course, is me re- reaffirming and reasserting the motherfucking stereotype. Grand Theft Auto Five, so Definitely good. One of the well greatest rock star again, baby. I mean, the money. It's not even just about the money. I mean, uh, that's just a personal. I mean, it's my one of my personal favorite. Period. Is it's what introduced me to open world sandbox gaming. That GTA brand, like a lot of people from my era. I mean, just in general. So for them to come together, I mean, this has been one of the longest stretches where they haven't come out with another GTA. I think they generally come out every two to three years. Um, yeah. Before this, it was San Andreas. That was my favorite. There's a good mod out on PC right now, but it just CJ looks crazy, and I just, I don't know, I can't call myself going to it. And I just respect GTA 5 so much because, honestly, Trevor is one of my favorite fucking characters ever, as insane as he is. He probably has one of the most insane introductions of any character I've ever had in my life, and just his story arc is amazing Carl's story arc is amazing like all three of the protagonists or antagonists or however you want to look at it story arcs are great within this crazy open world that's just over the top and ridiculous it's a master that's it's a masterpiece of all time bitches it is sonic was cocaine sonic always does that's cocaine. What gaming says but no that's the stamp on it man of course gta 5 is going to be on this list as my number two my number two, you already touched on, and it's incredible. It still is. It's The Witcher 3. It is. It's. It was just bring me that fantasy world with sword and dragons and sorcery and just everything that Geralt is, and just it's such an incredible game. That's really, you said everything about it, too. Like, just everything that needed to be said about that game. is. It's still one of those that, unless, if you haven't played it yet, definitely go back and play that one. And I'll save some time too here. My number one's also Red Dead Two. So, and you, like you said, it's a masterpiece <laughs> okay. of gaming, an incredible experience. It's something that I think me and you both kind of put outside of gaming a little bit because of what that game was, and it being a full experience as living in that world, and just the 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 seventy or eighty hours I played that game, just being completely one hundred percent worth it. I still have areas of that map I never explored, and I'd like to go back and do some of that sometime. I really would. But, yes, Todd, what is your number one, my friend? And To Red Dead 2, as much as I love that game, honestly, I I should have gone... I should want to go back to that game more, I think. But... It just feels like such an undertaking... Because like, it's me. so great. It's so much greatness to it, but it's like, okay, hold on, wait. But uh, but yeah, great choice, man. Great choice, of course. Um, and that's I'm definitely not gonna waste time with this one because if you don't know about this game, then I mean, I, I almost want to say you missed the boat a little bit because it's been oversaturated. But Skyrim is still uh still amazing, still king on my list. Regardless, it's still whatever shifts around underneath it. Skyrim is still king on my list. Um. I told you, man, it just feels like you could play that game a hundred times and just play it a hundred different ways. Yeah, and I it's mean, been years since I played it. Like I, I had to give up on like following it, right? So I'm kind of rusty on it as far as just off the top of my dome, you know. The, but it was so many beautiful side quests, and side stories. And I think what like we were talking about it previously, and probably on a prior episode, just just trying to get the horse with the fire on it, the warrior war horse that, w- that wouldn't die. Hell yeah. <laughs> or if you wanted to be a cat that could see better at night, or 
just a little crazy shit, man. Skyrim is a reason why it, it it almost I don't know. It just transitioned so through so many platforms. It, it, it's a reason for that over so many years. Um, it's a it's a staple in Bethesda for a reason, and it's a reason why some of their games are more disappointing now. You know, so hopefully the new one will be. You know, that's that's the new one will be just as good. But Skyrim is still king on my list, bro. That's my number one. For sure. Excellent choices, man. Excellent choices. You have any also runs this year or this this episode? I mean, there's a ton of them for me. GTA 5. Forza Horizon 4, Far Cry, Kingdoms of Alamar, Dragon Age Inquisition, of course, Batman Arkham City. Uh, Monster Monster Hunter World is kind of ticking up there a little bit if that's considered that. I don't know. It's It's kind of a hybrid. I don't think that would be. Yeah, well, because if it was a hybrid, then of course it got a war. But like True Open Ward, of course, Just Call series. I love those fucking games. It's just, I don't know. They couldn't make the list for me like that on, on like favorite to favorite. But I mean, that's just a few. That's just a few. What yeah, about for you? sure. What, like, what are your runs? Morrowind, Assassin's Creed series as a whole. Mad Max, I still think, is a lot of fun for 20 or 30 hours. Great choice. Um, Fallout 4, for a lot of other people, it's not really my thing, but I know it gets its respect for good reason. It really does. Um, you know, Morrowind going back, Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor. I really enjoyed that, was a lot of fun. Terraria, um, as well. Um, you know, some of those classic ones, Mafia, uh, LA Noir, Bully, great fucking choice. That Bully, yeah, Rockstar, great choice as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that has been this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial. If you agree or disagree with our opinions, let us know. Skip the Tutorial Podcast at gmail.com, Twitter at STT underscore pod, Facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod, Instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. You can hit us up there. Also, join our tribe on Facebook. It's ever growing. Check out the Discord for those guys over there. Uh, Discord hitting it up as usual. Like we said, if we get to a thousand likes on Facebook by September, we are giving away a Nintendo Switch Mini. So get those people listening to our show. Tell them, lock them in a car. Say you're not leaving this car till you listen to the show. Tell them, do it. Kidnap them. I'm kidding. Don't like, do look, it. They'll get to the games. They'll get to the games at some point. Yeah. They'll talk. They'll talk some shit. They'll talk crazy, but they'll get to it. They'll get to it, but don't don't kidnap right. people. Yay nay. Yes. Yay, we will. We always get to the video games. Always. Always. But yes, that has been this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial. And as we always do before we sign off, stay humble. Yeah, stay humble. Keep pushing. I salute you, soldier. I salute you, B. For real. Boo! Yes, sir. Later. (laughs) 